0: Everybody, welcome back to the Harmonics podcast. It's been two weeks since the last one. Like wow, it always is. Uh, we uh, have a fun show today. <laughs> Yay! Your enthusiasm is killing me. Got that NPR <laughs> levels of enthusiasm. Uh, joined today uh, by Annette, as always. Hello. But uh, Mr. Chris Foster is our special guest today.
1: Hello. <laughs> And the Yay. reason we brought Chris
0: on is because we actually did something super awesome at the company mm-hmm. recently, uh, recently-ish, mm-hmm. uh, that we thought we should talk about.
2: Yeah. Um, First, maybe Chris should tell us what he does. Yeah, Chris,
0: what are you?
1: <laughs> what am I? What, what even d- are d- what you? Do you? Who are you here? Um, I am a designer and sometimes programmer. I've been here for, well, not in this room, those. but I've been in the building for about eight or so years now. In
0: one of those... Designer slash programmer.
1: Yes, the ones that are seeking greater job security <laughs> in the games industry. Sure. Yeah, it's fair. It's so a useful skill so as well as being a designer.
0: People, when people ask like, how to get into games, do you recommend them they do both? Like. Uh, get a good base in coding. Yeah,
1: well, I, I think get a good base in having actually made games, which Ooh. is a lot easier if you have, like, a skill that isn't just writing documents and talking to people.
0: What's a good way to get into making games on your own?
1: Um, well, it's these days, it's ridiculously easy. There's things like Unity, Unreal's uh, development kit. Oh, segwaying into doing a game jam. Oh. <laughs> well, we'll
0: get there. Okay. Those are good tips. Keep going. Unity, there are We should, are we should tools. rehearse these
1: it. impromptu things. There are development <laughs> tools. Yeah.
0: People, our listeners, prefer it raw and unfiltered.
2: Yeah, like my nephew, for example, he is 16. He wants to make video games. He's been like prototyping stuff for uh, mobile platforms and doing some weird like visualizer music software on his own time. So I know I was like, you should come here because we would love some young people. Um, So yeah, if you had advice for someone like him, what would you say?
1: I, I, it sounds like he's already doing what he's doing. I mean, like just at this point, as you know, as long as his parents let him on the internet yeah. and know where he's going, there's tons of like tutorials and information uh, engines that are available to do just about anything you want on just about any platform, and the vast majority of it's free. So yeah. uh, I definitely envy kids these yeah, days. The information yeah. age, yeah.
2: full effect. Shout out to Emmanuel, by the way. I'm gonna make you listen to this. Have a bright even, future.
0: Even when I was in college. Uh, and, you know, I was at a tech school, so we actually had a pretty good, like, internet pipeline. Uh, finding stuff like that was still super hard. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to learn how to use Maya, and, uh, like, finding video instructions of, like, you had to, yeah. whatever the downloaded, the LimeWire, whatever the thing <laughs> was at the time, <laughs> the illegal hotness that wasn't Napster, yeah. that was your best bet. Now everything's on YouTube. Now everything's on Explicitly free from
2: the start. It's yeah, like video content on the site itself. Like yeah. It's just pretty great, like all the how-tos on the internet now.
1: Well, and everything's getting so much easier to do. Like, you know, something like Unity, the tools are so mature, and they're so friendly that mm-hmm. they can produce a really simple video that can get you making a, a simple game in like an hour, which mm-hmm. is totally Which is crazy. Unheard of. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I
0: was making that segue. I'm going to do it again. Do it again. Now it's a okay. good time. So a good way Take two. for a first-time game developer don't worry, you don't need to edit this, Devin. This is uh, this is just Rana Cut. Uh, <laughs> the, to get your feet wet making a game, if you've never done it, or if you've been in, like we are in this industry for years, but want to try something else, mm-hmm. have a game jam. Do a game jam. A what? Jam a game.
1: What's a game jam, Eric?
0: Well, I hate that you're asking me that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to throw that to you. I will well I'll 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 take you my... It. Uh, my spiel of what a game Did you hit. do a game
1: jam, Eric Poe? I
0: did a game jam here at Harmonix. Yeah. Did you oh. do a game jam
1: in that I did, here okay. At, okay. at Harmonix. Yes. Okay.
0: In yeah, January. Did you do one? I didn't do that one. Oh. I've done, oh. done, done oh. that. He's, he's jammed many a game. He's jammed many <laughs> games over <laughs> his years. So the entire company, except for Devin, <laughs> <laughs> uh, did a two-day-long game jam. And at least how this one worked in particular. Uh, we were given some specific uh, starting points mm-hmm. of like a theme to make a game around. Uh, and then I guess yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, we didn't have a lot of constraints at yeah, all.
2: There's a theme, uh, you basically got to think about ideas ahead of time, but it had to like still fit within the theme that you wouldn't find out until like the very start of it. Yeah. And then you try to like f- we we had to like all form teams um, I mean, some people picked based on discipline to make sure they were covered. Some people were like, we've never made a game before. Like, no one on this team is an actual, like, formal game developer. Yep. So we want to try something different. And then it was kind of interesting to see, like, the results of that. Yeah. So then it led to, like, really interesting games that came out of it and demos. So, um, yeah, just a bunch of people getting together and trying to come up with something really quickly and getting it ready to show people. It's just
0: really yeah, yeah, cool. And, and so by the end of our two days, we had how many?
1: We had, uh, I think, about ten complete ten games. Ten
0: complete, like, playable games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is crazy. Um, you do a lot of these. I don't know if you want to talk more broadly Yeah, our about definition's games. a little yeah. funky, S- but... No, yeah.
1: that, I mean, the... Yeah, I was actually brought down here to say what a game jam was, so that was a pretty <laughs> jerk move <moving> on my part. <laughs> um, no, the the game jam, I think, overall is an opportunity to experience making a game from start to finish and do it as quickly as possible because you learn different things from every aspect of making a game from planning one brainstorming it making it playing it testing it iterating on it and to do a game jam means you can compress all of that into two days and particularly for people that have never made games before they get incredible like uh, lessons just from from going through it um game jams generally have a theme The theme, I think, is so that it's somewhat to get around the fear of a blank page. Mm. Um, Like, like the thing we chose was uh, was accelerando. It was like just a musical term, and the idea was it needed to be something that was general enough that people could come sort of with half an idea and plug it into it, but specific enough that um, they didn't feel like they had no idea what they were doing. Mm. Um, And so. Yeah, I, I've done, I mean, I've done two of them, and I helped run now two as well. And uh, it was, it's just, it's every, I've done it now two years in a row at Northeastern University, and um, it's just, I've learned a lot as a game designer, because basically I've shipped two more games than I would have done, <laughs> and instead of doing anywhere between one and five years, based on right. when I was working in MMOs, I did it in two or three days.
0: Which is crazy. I, I had, um... I had done the 48-hour film competition many years in a row and very similar yeah yeah same sort of ideas you have two days to write film edit mm-hmm. uh, a whole seven minute film and same way they give you some constraints but in that way it's even more constraints like here's your genre here are here's an item you have to have in the film and then here's the here's a line you have to say something like that uh, but I like that it's fun to like work within those yeah. the, that that short time frame, Um, my team uh, was great, and um, this was probably the case across the company, but like it was so easy, like no one was, it wasn't contentious, it wasn't Mm -hmm. like stressful, everyone was just having fun, and you know, we all, even like the creative ideas, we would discuss all these like different ways to do things, but like people came to conclusions really quickly, because we knew we needed to like, you need to like decide on a thing and get going. Uh, so that was actually really great like those sort of discussions sometimes can be like a real bear to get people to agree on a creative direction for a thing like that's a big big decision for like a triple-a game because that's where you're basing your next two to five years of work on but um, it was really cool and then we sort of broke off and did our own separate pieces uh, and uh, it, was just, it was really cool And. Uh, two days. Two days is all it took.
1: Well, yeah, and the the time limit is a a key part of it. Like, I think people, I think one takeaway people got from this is that you can make decisions much more quickly than you would think. Like, and and sometimes just making the best decision you can and learning from it as quickly as possible is a lot better than, like, going around and around in circles to debate it. And then the other thing I saw, uh, and I helped on one of the Game Jam teams, it's like, if you have the choice between doing this with a bunch of students and a bunch of, like, professional game (laughs) designers and game development employees, like, Things go a lot smoother when people have done this before or <laughs> have been in sense. this environment. Um, yeah. I think it felt like like the the hit to miss ratio of the projects that came out of this were, I mean, really awesome.
0: Yeah, um, there is not to sidetrack too much, but game jams happen all over the world very regularly, and there's like a whole mm. variety of them. Some of them are really big, some are small. Yeah. There's one I've heard about that sounds amazing if not a little, like, claustrophobic, the train jam? Oh, yeah, yeah. They yeah. actually, like, they basically take, uh, is it across the country train something, trip? something, like, they
1: get in, uh, I've heard it, like, maybe they get on in Chicago, <laughs> and then the I think Coast they, West Coast, and they dump Jeez. out at GDC right before it starts. <laughs> oh, wow. And that they sounds make a game awesome. over that weekend, yeah.
0: That sounds, like, I like the idea, just in general, of train travel, <laughs> yeah. but, like, doing a project over the course of that trip, that's just cool. That's really cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. I no, I, I
1: think it. they usually do a theme that's related somewhat to, uh, you know, to travel or trains or, to or something. To the silver yeah. streak. Exactly. <laughs> 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 to the aura of the Richard Pryor. <laughs>
0: um, and so we had ten or so games that came out of that, one of which was yours, Annette.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and people... People are digging have it. seen it in yeah, public. Yeah, we've
2: actually put it on the internet for people, um, which was, like, unexpected, right. I guess.
0: We went uh, into this jam, like, this is a fun thing we're doing... This is not like, we're not doing this to create the next great harmonics mm-hmm. game. It's like a fun, cool, co- collaborative thing to do within the company. It, like everyone had fun, mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't like, let's generate ideas to make new games. Yeah,
2: no, everyone came up with really good stuff. Like the, the presentations at the end of the jam, I think it like, was it like, what, a week later that yeah. we did them? Um, it was so fun to watch because a lot of people's personalities came out so brightly in all of the different projects that were presented. and people, you know, exposed that they had like skills that no one thought they had. And it was just like really interesting to see whether it was like the person presenting really hates public speaking, but they <laughs> did it or, you know, we had a producer who was, you know, made a dolphin or a whale oh, or hell. something a and majestic and whale. a majestic, gorgeous whale, and you know, played the role of artist for a little bit. So it was actually really cool did to you see, see that. that.
0: The whale? Yeah. Yeah. DeVron, was it, DeVron's team. He, like, modeled one? This guy, DeVron, yeah. who's been on the podcast, is uh, one of our expert producers, and he's been a producer here forever, mm-hmm. and he wanted to do art on the game, so he modeled this majestic blue whale, I think, <laughs> that, like, <laughs> I would just crests like... out of the ocean. <laughs> it, was, it was a great.
2: It was a beautiful, beautiful scene. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so the stuff that I'd worked on was Romance Central, which... Basically, I think when we were doing team signups, all the, uh, like, that team sheet said was, like, dating sim, and I'm, like, looking at uh, all of the other options, and I was, like, oh, I like dating sims, and I really like Japanese <laughs> RPGs, so I was, like, oh, this is perfect, let's see what, you know, what they have to, to say about it, and it was, like, me and three artists and a designer... And we sat at the table, like, in our first, like, initial planning discussion, and they were like, oh, we want to do it based in the Dance Central universe. And I was like, oh, that's perfect! Because I worked on Dance Central for so long when yep. I started, and I was like, I know these characters backwards the and forwards, stable like, of
0: Defined characters. Yeah, I was
2: like, this is absolutely perfect, and then they were just talking about, like, art ideas and stuff, and I'm like, oh my god, we have to call it Romance Central. <laughs> and then it just, like, went from there. And we basically, like, had a pretty clear idea of what we wanted it to be, and... Like all like sat around in a room and talked about like different dating sites and we we're looking at like OkCupid and Tinder and and like you know I'd been on dating sites before so I knew exactly how to <laughs> fill this thing out and I was like we need a personality profile we need an eHarmony this shit and <laughs> it was really really cool so then you know we all like teamed up and figured out like how we wanted to get people to engage with the characters and have that similar um, like just direct contact with the characters in the way they do in the game where they're looking at you and you're kind of engaging with them. Um, and then making sure, like, the dialogue fit the characteristics of each of the, the different personalities. And that was, like, super fun. And we looked back at, like, the character compendium that Helen and Allie and some of the other narrative writers on the on the Dance Central team put together with all of their information and key quotes and all this stuff. So, you know, it was a lot of, like, research and a lot of fun trying to figure out what these characters would say in these really absurd situations. So, you know, it was it was definitely a lot of fun and it was fun for me because I'm you know, I'm publishing in community and I've never really worked on any like formal design stuff uh, before and written for a game before. So that was really, really fun. And we like cranked out a ton of dialogue in a short period of time which was really cool.
0: And it was like kinda like a branching tree Mm -hmm. dialogue tree, right? With different different results based on how you answer so we kept on referencing like
2: Mass Effect dialogue trees and we're like this is nowhere near that but like (laughs) you know but that's the idea of like different outcomes get people to like replay the game as many times as they can and get the stuff they want and we saw that happen when we were like just having the game playable around the office where uh, people were like no, I wanted Amelia, and I think this is the right path. Let me try that again. So, you know, people would write down what they were like, what the right path was, and that's exactly what we wanted them to do. And it ended up being a much richer experience, I guess, than we'd initially thought. And everyone just kept asking, like, oh, are you guys going to put this out? And I'm like, well, I guess we can. (laughs)
0: It's all right. If
2: if you want. Like, I don't (laughs) see any problems. So we just put it on the web, and thanks to Unity, which – Dan Bruno, shout out to him, hadn't done too much mm-hmm. with Unity before and, like, coded the whole thing and did all the music and all of our artists whipped up really pretty. He did pretty. The music, too? Mm-hmm. Oh, the
0: music's
2: great. Yeah, he did a really cool character sketch, or everyone did really cool character sketches, and we all, like, took photos of environments so they can, like, animate them in the background. <laughs> uh, so there's, like, a lot of local shops sort of, like, depicted in the background, <laughs> a little fuzzy. Um, yeah, it was super fun. We had an art- a fan artist, uh, Noko do the like the win arch? So if you successfully go <laughs> through all the dates, like the, the body wind, with the abs, oh my God. Uh, the that wind was all. The screens hard. are
0: amazing. The wind screens alone to make you want to play for each different ending.
2: Yeah. So there's like this really dreamy music in the background, and you see this like really cool picture of a character saying some really neat like wind line at the end.
0: So I ended term. up with Oblio. You did. Yep, we went riding off in the sunset on his bike together. Yep,
2: we were like, yep. He has to like hand hand the helmet to you like he does like in the beginning of Dance Central. Not to well, not to mention that a lot of the inspiration of this was from DeviantArt. <laughs> uh, I believe, has, has I believe someone, someone
1: on the team used my computer as like part <laughs> sorry, of the development platform. There's like a folder, a questionable folder on my desktop <laughs> that, that i refused to open.
2: And I'm sorry, That's, I should you're, you're not even. Nah, sorry. not yeah. even a little bit. Um, <laughs> it was super fun. I was like, man, his search history is going to be so messed up. Uh, yeah, that was really fun. That was part of the presentation for the company where I just pulled a bunch of DeviantArt's Like, if there's any wonder if this is the right audience for a dating simulation. Oh yeah. And here's all of this fan fiction and all of these like ridiculous. They've pictures. written some intense stories. Oh, yeah. About People the love these characters and want to date them.
0: So I actually wonder. Um if if we break any of the the, the storylines that have been written in DeviantArt, if you're going to piss some people off, like it's not
1: it's not like an expanded universe thing. It's <laughs> not a canon. Yeah. We have it's to worry about that. Not canon.
2: Not worried about it.
0: Uh, it was tentative with Boblio. D- I I mentioned his dad, and he got really mm-hmm. upset. But I want him back.
2: Over. Good. I'm proud of you, Pope. That was good. Yeah.
1: The thing I really dig about game jams is I think they um, they demystify game development. Like I think mm-hmm. even to game developers, like I think the mm-hmm. fact that you like in that short period, like. Got to do the whole thing of iterating and see people react to stuff and realize that these things aren't that complicated. Like if you line up the right pieces together, you get this really fun experience that's like greater than the sum of its parts. Mm-hmm. And just to realize, just to remember mm-hmm. that it doesn't take much to capture a little bit of that magic in a game is like a really powerful lesson to get. Yeah, I back think in you also face.
0: sort of get a lesson in like how is your time best spent. Um, on our team, uh, so. Way a lot of the teams are you'd have kind of like one person for each discipline, like one person for art, one person for coding, one person for audio. It wasn't across the board like that, but that's how our team panned out. And um, our artist uh, Lee, who is ridiculous and awesome, he spent almost like the first entire day (laughs) modeling. So I can't I can't get into too many of the specifics of my game, but my game involved fishing, and so he modeled this beautiful three D uh, what was it? It was a carp? Yes, it was a carp.
1: (laughs) He was very (laughs) specific.
0: Like, he he would not, like, he looked up as much reference art as possible of the specific carp. He
1: counted all the scales. Yeah, and, like,
0: he made this beautiful 3D model of it, and it took him all day, and we're like, the view, like, the perspective in this game, the the fish is, like, a few pixels long. (laughs) Why did you make this beautiful model? Uh, so, you learn things like that, like, yeah. oh, I guess that level of is not needed. I think and he
1: spent an awkward amount of time on Man Butt in that game. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> yep, he did. <laughs> M- much
1: like, Dan- you know, Romance Central did, Exactly. You know, yeah. Yeah. Focus on the Man Butt. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but, yeah, it was it was super fun. And then presenting to the company was just hilarious because everyone, you know, has a great sense of humor. So, it wasn't yeah. a lot of, like, super serious things, which...
2: No, everything was really funny, really well done.
0: There's a team that did an entire game in Excel.
2: That is one of the next ones I really, yeah. <laughs> really hope we put somewhere on the sure, internet. Too. It was just like, it came out of left field, everyone was like, "Well, you guys made a thing, <laughs> and the name was really clever, and yeah. I loved all of it, and that entire team, most of which are like finance and publishing and legal, so no mm-hmm. one with like any direct no development experiments yeah, or experience.
1: Yeah, a couple of like QA production yeah. people but yeah no real de- no developers with experience
2: yeah and the person who I think like I guess we'd say programmed it uh, or however for Excel yeah, used formulas
1: and stuff was
2: the, the legal person which was like really <laughs> interesting right, yeah. it was Morgan so I was like wow she put all that together and this is actually like working really well yeah. and this is really cool. I so. think she.
1: I think Anna, and uh, Tom Bender. Like the two yeah. of them were like the like. It was like, like finance Excel and legal. Places, like came yeah. together in Excel. <laughs> it's like wonder twins of Excel. <laughs> I'm call
0: them Do that. you remember like I think it was in the '90s? You could you, there was a, a you could download code to play Doom in Excel. Yep. Oh. that's so cool. Yep. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I'm gonna look that up. Pretty when cool we get out of here. I just imagine like a lot of accountants in the nineties, like mm, in those their spare out. time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, like yeah. I'm in Excel guys. <laughs> um yeah. It was really, really cool. Like everyone is super creative here.
0: Well everyone got yes. we got everyone
1: got to play the games. We did the play session like yeah, after the demo, which was cool. I should step out that day, but it seemed like it seemed it was like super cool.
2: fun. It was super fun. Everyone was just like in different rooms and you could just hear everyone laughing. Like it just <laughs> everyone was having so much fun. Yep. Uh, yeah, there was like tons of stuff, like and just different platforms too. Like, so my stuff was on a computer. Then people use like VR and yep. some, you know, what was, what else was there? there was we had some paper like games. Oh, yeah, yeah, there were card things. games. Yep. Some mm-hmm. really good card game ideas.
1: Mobile game ideas. Yeah, and there's
2: mobile the mobile game demo room. Hopefully, we get to talk about that too someday. Mm-hmm.
0: Next game? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I almost said the name of
2: it. But, yeah. Uh, that was pretty, me out in the best way. pretty good. It got real weird <laughs> real fast. But I think that was part of the theme, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it worked. Um,
0: That's true. Accelerando, right. So that, that it was interesting to see the way that that theme came through in everyone's games in different yeah. ways. Um, like ours. ours was kind of a one-to-one in terms of the gameplay. You get faster and faster. Yeah. But uh, See, our everyone. The shooing in of the
2: theme was. Yeah, Your wha- heart rate goes up because <laughs> you're full of love. <laughs> That's
0: all it takes. Just yeah. an excuse. Yep. We should get. We should tie in, uh, like a Fitbit into Romance Central. The heart rate monitor. Yeah, heart rate mm-hmm. monitor or something. something. We didn't mention you can play Romance Central. Yeah, on you can. Theromancecentral.com. Yeah,
2: theromancecentral.com, which we actually secured, will redirect to. The correct page on our website, and we're not putting pulling it down like for a while. It's actually gonna be there. So if you're looking, do we get that
0: URL because RomanceCentral.com actually goes to a real place?
2: It, I don't think it goes to a real place but it was going to cost us like 10 grand uh, like oh, secure geez. we're like well I don't care that much <laughs> um, so, so the, the romance, romance social. kind of like the Facebook back in the day <laughs> if you were yeah
0: so it'll probably be as big as Facebook
2: I think so it is catching on I've been following the, the internet <laughs> people are psyched it's really cute I'm like obsessed with it
0: and oh, well, for that community too. Like the oh, Central so community perfect. is so into those characters as it is. Not not, not just the D&D and art people, <laughs> but yeah. like in general, like they come to our shows dressed up as mm-hmm. the characters. So
2: yeah, all of it is like absolutely perfect. So it worked out really well. So shout out to Don and Dan and Sean and Kristen for being awesome mm-hmm. and making this thing happen. Um, speaking of which, they also like learned a lot about publishing too. They're oh, like, yeah. oh man. Like all this legal stuff and like, Yeah. (laughs) Welcome to my life. Yeah. yeah. Just talking through a lot of like how we get stuff on the you know, like just set up to go online and make it public and all the like launch process and everything about it. And they're like, Holy cow, this is nuts and I'm like, Yeah, welcome to my world. Yep. And I was welcome to their world and we had like zero tests and did all this (laughs) stuff. It was really ridiculous.
1: I heard I think uh, the Amplitude team actually took some of the stuff from the game jam to heart. Like they ended up working like for the next sprint. They decided to like how can we structure this as a bunch of game jams. So they were like turning things around much more quickly. Mm -hmm. Like they were literally just trying to like accelerate their development based on what they learned, which I think is is their sprints are
2: way shorter now. Yeah. And it's actually gotten a lot done. So it's been really helpful. So yeah, I mean this stuff you learn a lot of lessons like really quickly in a game jam and you Mm -hmm. just take that with you when you're done and you realize you might have some skills that you didn't know you had, and yeah. totally, cool. definitely recommend
0: it. And so, so it's interesting as a game developer, game development studio to do it. Like Double Fine, is it every year? Do they do it every year? I'm not sure, but it's every pretty once in a while, at regular. least, they do. I mean, they they made a big deal about it last time they did it. Called Amnesia Fortnite, oh yeah, yeah, where yeah. they take a full two weeks as a company. And it's kind of a two-week game jam where they really like come up with ideas. They pitch them. They prototype them.
1: It's like an IP incubator. Yeah,
0: or and that, or that's right. that's what I was gonna get into. They actually use that to kind of inform what next games they want to make. and mm. I would love to do that. Like now that we've done this fun one, it yeah. would be kind of cool if Harmonix could do another one, but like specifically focused on like what cool new game ideas, like serious game ideas, could come out of this. Mm-hmm. Like
1: That'd be awesome. No, I, I think. I mean, one of the things, where the game gen came from in the first place was uh, Zach McClendon, who yeah. was the design director first here for case. a while. <laughs> the <laughs> late great Zach McClendon. He he bit me before he left, which is why, like, where <laughs> it like I got this beard. <laughs> oh my god. Um, he, you know, he was looking when he came to Harmonics. He was looking at ways that we could, I think, be more. Self-sufficient is the wrong word, but able to like leverage everyone's strengths here to make more cool games. Like mm-hmm. we, as the, as Harmonix grew, we kind of got kind of top down. Like we had some really smart people in charge, and so like they for a long time were the were the creative teams leading yep. the games. And it took a while for us to figure out how to like really empower everyone in the studio to do stuff. So he came in here and he started the R and D initiative, which meant that we produced. I mean, I think Alex talked about this at Pax. We produced like thirteen games in three months with like twelve people of That's like right. really awesome stuff. And he was always looking towards like a game jam as that thing, which would like revitalize our ability to um, everyone to be reminded how quickly they can work. That is not just the R&D, the team that everyone has the capacity to make these new ideas happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, And yeah, I I hope that at some point we actually are at a place where we can sort of take that, you know, that two week time and like really find the next great sort of music games. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: that's true. You did mention I, I, I forgot. So we did do that whole. It wasn't a two week thing, but we did do the R and D team, and were you you guys were both involved in that. Yeah, you uh, no,
1: he was he was largely. Yeah. I forget what I was doing at the time. Uh, I think I might have been working on Viper on uh, oh, okay. on, on DC Four. Dabb- you dabbled. You dabbled. dabbled. Yeah, you dabbled. That's right. That's right. Yeah. No, I guess sorry. Right. That's right. We worked on the project. <laughs> yeah. There.
0: Devin, who is recording us right now because I have his own mic, was part of that group, and that was actually, awesome. uh, some of that stuff has. Turned out into new projects that we're working on. That's right. Pretty yep. cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think um, like harmonics, harmonics music, music VR wouldn't have come together or at least come together as quickly if people mm. hadn't been in that group, like you know, messing yep. around with totally with, with Oculus. Yeah. And we stuff. did like a VR jam.
0: Yep. Yeah. Well, that's right. So everyone did focused on specific VR projects for like what was it, two weeks? Yeah. They're very short. Yeah. And then it was like on to the next thing. it's huh. so awesome! It's really cool. Yeah, so I think I mean I think that's really interesting as a, I mean, we it, harmonics is such an interesting beast in that we're quite large. Mm-hmm. We are technically independently owned, mm-hmm. uh, but like you said, we've sort of gone through so many cycles of being huge and like owned by huge corporations, and and you know gone through these different iterations of how the hierarchy is right, and like right now is has been as awesome as ever like. Like you said, a lot of people are empowered in their own ways to really do a lot more, yeah. um, and it's just really interesting uh, to. It's an interesting way to kind of like come up with new projects,
2: yeah.
0: without it being like, uh, this you know this guy over here. You go in a room and come up with projects. It's like, oh, everyone's contributing to new yeah. project ideas, which is cool in terms of like it's just the quantity and quality that comes out but also like people get bought into those ideas yeah it
2: really like energizes everybody if you're like really invested in this thing you helped come up with like you are going to do everything in your power to make it as awesome as possible and like really work on it as opposed to like maybe you end up on a project you're not too thrilled about but you know you do the work and that's okay but like if you're really excited about it you'll like work you know on your own time and do whatever you you need to do to like make it just kick ass so that definitely makes a huge difference yeah, yeah. You'll ma- and
1: you'll make the right calls in terms of what not to do which sometimes totally. you know when you're a small cog in a bigger machine you're like oh, i just want to paint all these cool things or i want to do whatever i don't Schedule's a joke it's just we're just going to keep throwing stuff in and mm-hmm. make it awesome but when you're a small team it's like okay that idea no longer fits we mm-hmm. can no longer do that here's the version that works and yeah. that's like that's some of the most important skill that you can have in game
2: development. Yeah. And totally. even a smaller project is just, like, easier for everyone involved to see the entire picture across the board. Like, yep. larger games, they go on for so long and people just, like, kind of get in and out of the process and, like, for something small in a short period of time, everyone's fully aware of everything that's happening every step of the way and, like, invested and in know when to make, like, those decisions yeah. as they go, which is really important.
0: Totally. So, personally, I would love, if, if and when we do this again, we're going to try to, oh, we've already talked about this, like, we would love to, kind of take a, a, a nod to Double Fine, and maybe we can show mm-hmm. some of the games in development, or show the process of the pitches when we finish them. Maybe, um, that's all pending what actually happens when we do it next time. But I think we'd all, everyone in this room would love to do that. We'll see. Uh, mm-hmm. see if we end up doing it or not.
2: But It was super fun. So thank you for running that.
0: Yeah, yeah it thank was you, my pleasure. Chris. It
1: was really cool. I got to help out with one of the teams and bust out some unity chops, which was nice as well, so.
0: And you also sort of had a team of proctors, right?
1: Yeah, that's right, uh, Matt Nordhaus and Jonathan Mintz. Um, we were all sort of special guest stars on different teams from time to time, but largely we were like making sure teams were together, um, make, trying to like, you know, gut check that people were making, you know, moving forward in the process as fast as possible, reminding people of deadlines. And there was an incredible support staff, also uh, America, Yeah. and Melissa and Tim, yeah, fed. yeah and Janet. <laughs> like you know, like yeah, they, they were bringing in food and drinks. We had our little beer party at the end. Like it was, it was just yeah, it was just a great. It was sort of like you know we we, we used to go to like George's Island or go bowling. It's like doing that but making a game at the same time. It was like really fun. Like I wish we'd actually had team T-shirts. I would have finished a movie <laughs> yeah. before like bowling.
0: Yes, but they're all in the style of like a family reunion T-shirt. <laughs> have you have seen those? So you go to a park and everyone's wearing like a bright purple shirt. <laughs> like, oh, you're clearly all together. Um, you do a lot of actually cool projects. You did one with your son.
1: Yeah, I'm sort of slowly working through an i iP- uh, a game for iPad uh, with my son Ian, who's six. It's called Loose Nozzles. And,
0: and when did you? How old was it when you started?
1: It? He started. He was about four and a half, I think. <laughs>
0: That's so cool. Uh,
1: he um, and yeah, he wanted he presented a drawing to me of a rocket that was like being blown apart by a cannon uh, and I was like oh that's cool and then he started explaining well like the cannons hit the rocket so one of the nozzles has fallen off so it can't fly as well and if it hits it again another one will fall off and it hits again the nose cone will fall off he basically spec'd a feature <laughs> and oh. and I mean one of the things I've been doing you know in addition to going to game jams is I've been looking for small projects that I can do on my own like like I was saying like. Job security is important in this industry, so <laughs> like the more I feel confident that I have like a broad range of skills, the better.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I was like, "What's a small game I can tackle and finish in Unity?" And so when he handed me this drawing, it was like, "Oh, I'll do that." <laughs> uh, and you know, the game, and the this, the core of it's been done for a while, and it's just finding time to you know add all the levels and things. But he's been like adding art. He did the sound effects. He's like, <laughs> he's my project lead. and He keeps trying to fe- creep features into the game. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's been great, and it's been really fun to work with him and just have that.
0: And, uh, uh, yeah, that's I. There's I love it on so many so many levels. But as a dad in particular, like that's such a cool project to do with your son. Like you're gonna, he's gonna remember that forever. You'll obviously remember that forever. Uh, I love that he's doing the art because when you see this, you're like, oh, that's a game, but it looks like a game made by a kid. <laughs> what? Uh, and it. Oh, it's, it's so
1: awesome. It's fun, and, and that, you know, it's something that, you know, anyone who plays games, like, whether it's a card game or a board game or, like, a really simple arcade game, like, could, like, step up and do this. Like, there's things like Game Maker uh, or Scratch, which MIT, I think, has developed, hmm. um, which is, like, a visual programming language that can let you make, like, little simple Pac-Man or Asteroids things hmm. and, and incorporate art. Like, it's actually, I think, anyone out there wants to make a game um, – for themselves, or with their kids, or something, there are some really cool tools. Actually, a Chooch here has actually done one of those as well with his daughter. He oh, really? Had like a really cool, like one night, like a, like I think it was during a snow day, like just like <laughs> did a did a one day jam on a on a simple like. Oh, that's game. awesome! Yeah,
0: that's so cool. That's fun. Can people see that anywhere? Did you have a, like a video anywhere? Uh, I have
1: a video. It's I don't think it's been actually. There's something on YouTube about a Pax panel about parenting. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe I can get the link to you guys. And cool. Like I have like the, the first trailer I, I cut for awesome. that with uh with our own Pete McGuire. He uh, loaned some music to me for that. Perfect. Um. So yeah, um. I got to talk about being a game developer and, and a parent. Uh. And I got to show that as part of
0: it, which was really awesome. That's really neat. I mean. So, uh, do you guys play games together?
1: We do. We've been doing a lot more of that. Actually, we got into. Um, Board games a lot. There are a lot of good co-op board games now. Uh, Forbidden Island, Forbidden Desert. I Hazard. have that one. It's uh, so good. I haven't um, played
0: it yet, but Casey Malone recommended it for it, my wife and I to play.
1: It's it's good in it with kids because it, it's co-op. You can basically stage manage kids. Like until they <laughs> learn the game, you can basically say like, "Well, I would do this or I would do that," and then they can make those choices. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really fun. They're really simple. They're very um, physical, tactile. Um, so yeah, we did a lot of that. Um, We've been playing like nerdier ones like Quarriors, which is a dice game, which he is uh, officially better at than me <laughs> at this point at six years old, which um, probably says more about my lack of ability in these games <laughs> yeah. than his ability at them. Love it. Uh, and uh, with video games, we've been playing the, uh, the Lego games. Those Ooh, have been yeah, yeah. incredibly good, incredibly fun. Um, now he's a little bit older in the idea of just like punching things until they stop moving, uh, which hap- which is the core of Lego games as well. Now that I'm a little less worried about scarring his little young brain, um, we've been having a blast with oh, those.
0: It's awesome. I'm yeah. excited about that. Oh, yeah, yeah I know. It's something <laughs> to look forward to. Uh, cool. Well, we will put a link to either the talk or the trailer, whichever you prefer, because mm-hmm. uh, I think people will be interested to see it. Didn't you also do a, a one off talk specifically about the project?
1: I did. I did that at the MIT Museum. There's recorded. no There's yeah, no okay. video no <laughs> vid- <no> vid- <laughs> of that. Gotcha.
0: Okay. Cool. Well, I think we'll wrap up. Yeah. Mr. Thank Chris you. Fosser, Fosser, Fosse. Diane Fossey, <laughs> Fosse. <laughs> Fosse. <laughs> uh, uh, Annette, as always. Yes, Devin, thank, thank you, you for recording you us. Uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks. We will. With more to talk about.
2: Play Romance Central.
0: Yeah, go to theromancecentral.com.
2: Punto com.
0: And go and go make a game.
2: Yeah. Also go make, make a game, game and then
0: send us your game so we can see it.
2: Just animate something weird in Unity.
0: Yeah, you have my permission yeah. to unit, use Unity. Yep. <laughs> Okay, bye. All right, see you, bye. bye.